This is the Troll Patrol. Why? With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. It's a freaking Thursday. I was worried that I was going to have to take off tonight because I woke up this morning. I didn't have much of a voice to work with. Come back throughout the day. Been a hell of a week. I'm still going strong. We did a almost eight hour stream on Monday. Almost six hour stream on Tuesday. What about three and a half hours last night? I really do have a case against both Gwyneth Paltrow and Seth Rollins. I have not sued either of them yet. You need to visit my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Justin Freakin. Find out how you can donate to my legal fund to help me sue Gwyneth Paltrow and Seth Rollins. Both of them have ripped me off. Rocky, I indeed, I have, I've, I've got, I've had, I have him as uh, my screensaver and shit. I've got the picture handy over here. I got, I got this picture handy. I muffined it. I go by Justin Muffins on Facebook. So I muffin current events on Facebook. <laughs> so I had to muffin Chauvin's face. There's there's this meme. This meme is hilarious. Anyway, I will be taking off tomorrow night so that I can rest my fucking voice. I did. Especially, uh, you enjoy myself came in here last night and I got really worked up. No, no, Justin, no peas. No, Justin, no peas. Vampire Hunter, you are awesome. That took me a second to register. I'm either too high or not high enough. I think it's not high enough. (laughs) No, Justin, no peas. I like you already. I don't know if you've been in the stream before. We're welcome here anytime, my friend. Pull something that witty. Stop. I'm just going to bag a bong and then we're going to get down to the news. Never been in the stream. We do a daily rundown of all the day's top stories. Came right at the at the beginning. I gotta, I gotta get the right headspace for this shit. Oh, please, please join me. Smoke them if you've got them. I, uh, I, I smoked every last little scrap I had on 420 right here on the stream. Lucky for me, I'm sending my pot dealer's kids to college. So all I have to do is give him a little ringy ding ding and he's here in a couple of hours. What is up, Battle Opossum? That's my best friend. Thank you. I'm glad to have everybody joining me. Go ahead. Light one up.
Well, I mean, when you're when you're like a pot dealer can't turn down the amount of money that I'm offering him. I'm sure, like it's it's worth it to make the ten minute trip over to my apartment. <laughs> I buy by the quarter pound now. So much of a fiend I am. All right, all right. Take one more hit. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Fortunately, we're gonna have to start with COVID, which is uh, ravaging India right now. God damn. We're going to read a story from The Guardian called COVID Hell. Thank you, sir. That's why it came back throughout the day. This morning when I first woke up and took a show, like I was trying to sing in the shower. I couldn't get any notes. Oh, oh, 16 tones telling me to tip a bong back, riffing on my outro slogan. I might have ripped that off of a wrestling vignette from the early 2000s. Not many people know. Brig Creed knows, though. Oh, you found the weed commercial! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, fuck yeah! I took your I took your mod status away. You're going to have to send it to a mod in order for somebody to send it to me. Oh, it's that terrible? I'd put Breed Creed on um, on the task of finding the very first marijuana harmless commercial. I think it's the very first marijuana harmless commercial. Because like we always used to tease each other whenever we'd have a coughing fit. We'd be like, what's the matter, rookie? And it's from a, a commercial where just like these two teenagers are smoking pot in like their dad's den or something. One pulls out a gun and just shoots the other. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Rocky, good luck on your assignment. You're still celebrating for 420? I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Unfortunately, we've still got so much work to do. The Knoxville story last night really got me down about the, the kid in the bathroom that the cops shot. We've got some more police brutality videos to watch. I'm I'm bad about that as well, Rocky. I wait until the absolute last minute until I'm late. I had a client that I'd like I said I'd get them something like on Monday. We've been doing 420 and Chauvin celebration, so I haven't really had a time to do it for them. I got them their videos today. They also asked me to edit a podcast, get back to them quick. So I'm like, they just sent it to me this afternoon. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it tonight and be like, I'm gonna blow your mind with how fast this comes back. They're just slacked on this. Instead of like, it was like 20 videos. So I think, I think I had. His, oh, guys, somebody sent me a text message on Friday that said Biden bad. That's all it said. Oh, Rocky's over across the pond. Uh, You're Irish, aren't you? I know you're in the UK. Yeah, Ireland. We're we're worldwide. I get people come in here from all over, like... Somebody that uh, pops in the streams from uh, Turkey... We sat here one night, I think it was during the debates, and we had a whole conversation about uh, Turkish politics. 
I mean, I'm not that up on foreign affairs. I know enough to have a little bit of a conversation with them. I know that Erdogan is a piece of shit. For real, Rocky, have a fantastic evening or morning for you. I hope you do well on your assignment. I wish you all the best. call myself Mr. Worldwide, but Pitbull already fucking haunts me enough as it is. I guess it's Bad Bunny now. Used to be Pitbull. I didn't even know who Bad Bunny was until like three months ago. And now like he's everywhere. Pops up everywhere and haunts me. Used to be Pitbull. I couldn't get away from fucking Pitbull. Now it's Bad Bunny. I don't know what it is. With Latin rappers. Just like constantly popping up in my life. But anyway, on to the actual news today. Coronavirus cases aren't budging even after vaccinations doubled. This is a map showing the change in new COVID-19 cases in the past week here in the U.S., You can see increases, Tennessee, Mississippi, Oregon, Washington, Maine. The U.S. is pumping out coronavirus vaccines by the millions. The Biden administration announcing this week there has been 200 million vaccines administered. But the coronavirus isn't slowing down. This spring has seen a surge of vaccinations, but almost no change in the coronavirus spread, leaving the U.S. with an outbreak that's still too big. In the last week of February, the U.S. was averaging 65K new coronavirus cases a day. Now, eight weeks later, now that's back when they started lifting the restrictions. Now, eight weeks later, we are averaging 64K. New cases per day. It's plateaued. And yet, over the same eight-week period, the U.S. has administered more than 65 million vaccine doses. Roughly doubling the number of Americans who have gotten at least one shot. You would think that doubling the number of vaccinated Americans would produce at least some decline in coronavirus spread, but that hasn't happened. More contagious variants of COVID-19, particularly the variant first discovered in the UK, have become the dominant strains within the US over the spring. That would normally cause a big jump in new cases, while vaccinations would normally cause a big drop in new cases. The two may simply be canceling each other out, leaving the US's outbreak frozen at around 65,000 new cases per day. Deaths have fallen significantly to an average of about 700 per day, down from a peak of 3,500. The 65,000 cases per day is still too many cases, and it leaves uh, the unvaccinated, a group that still includes a lot of vulnerable people, at risk of serious illness. And it leaves the door open for more, uh, more new variants which could cause COVID-19 to stay with us for years in varying degrees of severity. 
That's what I've wanted to avoid this whole time. We needed to contain it originally. Then we would have been fine by now. If we had taken drastic steps to contain it, trace. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you you love the new troll. I got some, I got some, I, I always send designs to like three or four people and get their, like, the consensus. And there were a couple people that liked the old troll. And uh, that's, that's what inspired me to do the OG troll shirt on the freak store. Check down the description. Crazy story. An unvaccinated healthcare worker set off a COVID-19 outbreak at a nursing home in Kentucky where the vast majority of residents had been vaccinated, leading to dozens of infections, including 22 cases among residents and employees who were already fully vaccinated. This is, a, this is according to uh, a new study reported on Wednesday. Most of those who were infected with the coronavirus despite being vaccinated did not develop symptoms, so that's good, or require hospitalization. And this was in a population that's high risk, so that's very encouraging that the vaccines truly do protect. But one vaccinated individual who was a resident of the nursing home died, according to the study released by the CDC. Altogether, 26 facility residents were infected, including 18 who had been vaccinated and 20 healthcare healthcare personnel were infected, including four who had been vaccinated. Two unvaccinated residents also died. The report underscores the importance of vaccinating both nursing home residents and healthcare workers who go in and out of the sites. While 90% of the 83 residents at the Kentucky nursing home had been vaccinated, only half of the employees had been vaccinated when the outbreak was identified in March. Now, over in India, where they are fighting off a particularly deadly and contagious strain... The Guardian article states, The system has collapsed. India's descent into COVID hell. Many falsely believed that the country had defeated COVID. Now hospitals are running out of oxygen and bodies are stacking up in morgues. Looking out over the sea of jostling maskless faces gathered at a political rally in West Bengal on Saturday, the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi proudly proclaimed that he had never, ever seen such huge crowds. And remember, Trump went to India and had this gigantic rally. God, would it have been like the end of February of last year? Had a gigantic rally with Modi, who was also a fucking fascist. A mask was also noticeably absent from Modi's face. 
That same day, India registered a record-breaking 234,000 new coronavirus cases and 1,341 deaths. They actually have surpassed the U.S. for single-day cases now. I think they did it yesterday or today. The country has descended into a tragedy of unprecedented proportions. Almost 1.6 million cases have been registered in a week, bringing total cases to more than 15 million in the space of just 12 days. The COVID positivity rate doubled to 17%, while in Delhi, it hit 30%. Hospitals across the country have filled to capacity, but this time it is predominantly young taking up the beds. In Delhi, 65% of the cases are under 40 years old. It's coming, guys. It's coming. This is this is an indicator of what's getting ready to happen here. Brazil is an indicator of what is getting ready to happen here. While the unprecedented spread of the virus, I mean, I hope not. Hopefully, I don't. I'm pretty fucking cynical about it. While the unprecedented spread of the virus has been partly blamed on a more contagious variant that has emerged in India, Modi's government has also been accused of failures of political leadership from the top, with lax uh, attitudes emulated by state and local leaders from all parties and even health officials across the country. Victory was declared prematurely, uh, and that uh, ebullient... I feel like I've heard that. Ebullient. Ebullient mood was communicated across the country, especially by politicians who wanted to get the economy going and wanted to get back to campaigning. And that gave the virus the chance to rise again. In West Bengal, where Modi's government had refused to curtail the drawn-out state elections, Modi and his home minister, Amit Shah, continued their public meetings and roadshows into this week, even as queues of ambulances lined up outside hospitals across India. On Saturday, the same day as Modi's rally, the state registered 7,713 new cases. Three candidates running in the election have died from the virus. I mean, I think we had a comparable number here in the U.S. in the last election. But I mean, what do I have to worry about? People here in the U.S. are taking this seriously. It's not going to. Same thing. It's not going to cause another worse wave coming through here because this woman knows what she's talking about and is totally taking. Social emotional health. If you truly mean that, you would end the mask requirement tonight. Tonight. 
This is not March 2020 anymore. We have three vaccines. Every adult in the state of Georgia that wants that vaccine is eligible to get it right now. And every one of us knows that young children are not affected by this virus. They're not. And that's a blessing. But as the adults, what have we done with that blessing? We've not likely, not likely. He's leaving out a lot of information there. And there's also this thing, the thing that I've been worried about this whole time is if you allow this thing to continue to spread, it's going to mutate. We shoved it to the side and we've said, we don't care. You're still going to wear a mask on your face every day, five and six-year-olds. You still can't play together on the playground like normal children, seven and eight-year-olds. We don't care. You're on the verge of tears. you to carry a burden that was never yours to carry. Shame on us. Laugh this woman out of the room. She's stupid. Are you going to tell them tonight? Tell them I don't want to wear this anymore. And I say, baby, it's not time to fight that battle yet. I try to explain that there's so many things. But it's April 15th, 2021, and it's time. Take these masks off of my child. And people are cheering her. God damn. But Ms. Taylor, the CDC, we did not vote for people at the CDC. We did elect leaders who do create policy. We elected the five of you. We I'm, I'm you guessing you didn't vote for Biden either. We chose you to make decisions that would be in our children's best. By the way, just in case, the CDC is overstopped at the executive branch. So she voted for, or people voted for the people that run the CDC. Just to clarify, ma'am, I wish they taught civics in school. Interest in forcing five, six, seven, eight, and nine-year-old little children to cover their noses and their mouths where they breathe for seven hours a day, every day for the last nine months for a virus that oh you Oh, God, I didn't know you had it. Them. I'm sorry, it's man. not in their best interest. And this has to stop. Defend our children. My six-year-old can't come up here and say this. Your six-year-old doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And it's your job to protect that six-year-old. Not not try to kill it. Right-wingers are morons. I hate that it takes affecting them personally for them, for them to change their tune. Apparently, Jimmy Kimmel had a little compilation last night of a well-known rock star who now has the COVID. The vaccine is Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent, a man who repeatedly claimed the pandemic wasn't real, COVID wasn't real. Guess what he has? COVID. It's real. He says he's been very sick for the past 10 days. So let's take a moment now to relive some of Ted's golden COVID moments. It's not a real pandemic, and that's not a real vaccine. I'm sorry. COVID 1 through 18 didn't shut anything down, but whoa, COVID 19. And just just to be clear, Ted Nugent would fuck COVID 1 through 17. COVID 19 is too old for Ted Nugent. <laughs> yeah, let me put this mask on. <laughs> 500,000 people have died from COVID 19. Bull. <laughs> and I'm going to stand six feet away from everybody. Are you that stupid? <laughs> mask. I don't own no mask. Hi, I'm from the government. This needle's good for you. <laughs> you. 
<laughs> I, it is it is a privilege if you don't know about how people were affected by SARS, all the different outbreaks, the Ebola outbreaks, the swine flu, all the different shit that happened. Like we were so lucky to have administrations. Even the Bush administration took pandemic seriously. I have a lot of gripes with George W. fucking Bush. But that is one thing his administration did incredibly well. Even Obama praised him on that and said that they built on what the Bush administration started. Apparently, Bush was on vacation at Camp David at some point in time and read a book about the 1918 pandemic. And it scared the shit out of him. And that's why we had such strict regulations about pandemics. That's why we sent the CDC over into China to be able to monitor all around. China wasn't the only place we sent them. But to be able to monitor places all over the world for outbreaks. And Trump tore it all apart. Switching gears from dumb fucks and COVID. Now on to dumb fuck cops. Dante Wright's girlfriend suffered a fractured jaw during that fatal stop. So this is the footage from the... I don't... I don't even remember seeing her in the footage. So apparently she was in the passenger seat. But this is so quick. Once again, content warning fuckers. This is footage from the Dante Wright stop about, what, two weeks ago? A week ago? I don't even have lost track of time now. This funeral was held today. How how did the cops break her jaw? Yeah, I can't even you can't really see into the passenger seat. fuck did they break her jaw during this? Dante Wright's girlfriend reportedly suffered a fractured jaw during the traffic stop. Danielle Albright said her daughter Alanya Albright Peyton required surgery following the April 11th incident which she described as a brutal attack. It is unclear how she was injured. According to police, Wright jumped back in his car when officers tried to arrest him. So there's a GoFundMe for her. Uh, apparently this is a picture of her. Albright Payton's lawyer, Robert Bennett, said his client's jaw has been wired shut and that she suffered emotional trauma from seeing Wright being killed. Yeah. He said he plans to take legal action and that he requested all police body cam footage of Albright Payton's interactions with police. Seriously, how the, what, what?
Did did the one cop reach in and just fucking punch her? I mean, you might say to yourself, well, cops don't just punch people. I'm going to show you a couple of different videos that uh, proves that wrong. Yeah, they did take him to the back of the car. I mean, he, he's he's complying. I mean, he's a kid. He's going to do fucking stupid shit. Somebody got on to me for calling him a kid. He's 19, right? He's a fucking kid. Oh, he's 20. He's still a fucking kid. On Wednesday, hundreds of mourners flocked to the Shiloh Temple International Ministries in Minneapolis to view Wright's body. 20-year-old's funeral was earlier today. Kimberly Potter, the officer who the city spent $9,000 protecting, who shot him when she mistakenly grabbed her gun instead of her taser, has resigned from the force and is charged with second-degree manslaughter. She has yet to enter a plea. Now, this video has been going viral over the last couple of days. Apparently, this this is a cop that actually has some fucking sense. I can get to it here. Oh, shit. Whoa, it's completely fucked. It's not letting me get to this story at all. Oh my god. Okay, here we go, here we go. This is the cop here. Dominant? Not so dominant. Huge weight difference, guys. I don't understand how we can mistake a taser for a gun or a gun for a taser. If you're in the heat of the moment and you do something like that, you shouldn't be doing this job because nobody likes a bad cop more than a good cop. I could tell you that straight up. I'm not going to put my life. Yeah, this is not like I've yet to see these good cops you speak of. You're like the first fucking cop I've heard say those words, which is 100% common sense, right? On the line to try and, you know, fix your stupidity and, and deal with you know, restoring the peace with my public that I serve just because of your stupid actions. It makes no sense. 99% of our job. Is this dude American? He sounds kind of Canadian, doesn't he? Job is communication. You don't got to be quick to pull out a gun or a taser on somebody and think everybody's a threat. Not everybody's a threat. Try talking to them. Get to know them people. Yeah, yeah, thank you, dude. Thank you. 
But you know what cops would rather do than talk and get to know people? They would rather be quick to pull out their fucking gun, not even their taser. 10 seconds. Within 10 seconds of leaving his car. We have new footage of the Micaiah Bryant shooting. Murder. This is a a security camera footage from across the street. We watched the cop's body camera footage last night or night before last. Content warning. Ten seconds. Within ten seconds of him getting out of the car. The video given to WSYX by a neighbor who wishes to remain anonymous gives a wider view of the incident that police had only previously released through the officer's body-worn camera. It was surreal, the neighbor said. I can't believe this just happened. Unfortunately, the cop had only seconds to respond. So? So? Once I saw the body cam video, I realized the young lady had a knife. It could have been worse. Could have been two people dead if he didn't respond as fast as he did. Huh? That, That doesn't make sense to me. Thursday, dozens of people continue to add to the memorial in honor of Micaiah Bryant. Interim Columbus Police Chief Mike Woods said officers were dispatched. We We already know what happened. Oh, no details on any legal processes. Meanwhile, in North Carolina, a librarian is suing over this traffic stop. Oh, I'm sure content warning again. It's Did you know oh, gravity and relativity it's a commercial. Definitely content warning on that one. Content warning, it's a cop interacting with the public, so I'm sure we're going to see something gruesome. Had it paused there. My, my apologies. At least nobody dies. She lived to be able to sue the police department. They've got, they've got weapons drawn. I don't know if it's a taser or gun already. This is a, this is an elderly lady. Look at look at her. Look at this lady. You telling me that that lady is a threat? That they need to come up to that vehicle? Weapons drawn. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Once again, her Fourth Amendment rights were violated right there. No question. Now, 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 when I say no question, that's my opinion of what the Fourth Amendment means. Clearly, our court system 
has ruled that the Fourth Amendment doesn't say what it actually says. A lot of caveat to the Fourth Amendment, according to our legal system. They're throwing her to the grabbed her by the hair and threw her to the ground. This woman is at least 50. She's clearly an elderly lady. Whoa my god! And she's in she's in an SUV. She's higher up. Just pulls her by her hair, throws her face first to the ground. Jesus Christ, no one deserves to be treated like this. Eight years old. Why? And then he's yelling at her, fucking you, fucking pig. And they wonder why people don't fucking like them. Look at these assholes. This happened May thirty first, twenty nineteen. She filed suit against the department today. They're all up in her vehicle the, with. No search warrant, no permission. These these motherfuckers are way out of line. Law enforcement officers in Rowan County pulled over a 66-year-old librarian from her car by her hair, threw her to the ground, and tore her rotator cuff. The woman, Stephanie Bottom of Atlanta, said she was driving to a funeral and posing no threat to the officers when they stopped her on the interstate uh, 85 for driving 80 in a 70 mile per hour zone and failing to heed blue lights. Uh oh. We have a smoky. Hey, everybody. Did not set up smoky cam tonight. back once officers stopped her car they approached her with guns drawn bottom who was black contended in the lawsuit that the officers from the salisbury police department and rowan county sheriff's office used excessive force they did in violation of the u.s constitution they did 
One of the officers named in the lawsuit, former, uh, former Salisbury Police Department Officer Devin uh, Barkalow, declined to talk about the complaint, referring a reporter to the department. Barkalow, who was hired by the department in 2015, left the agency to take a position with federal law enforcement in February of 2020. McElroy said city officials would not comment on pending litigation. Other officers named in the lawsuit could not be reached for comment. He's falling off my lap. I got to do something. God damn. Another innocent citizen harassed by the cops. Grabbed by her hair, this guy punched in the fucking face. I didn't do nothing. Oh, Jesus, could that? Stop resisting. I'm not resisting. Stop grabbing at him. How do? You, how in the fuck is that possible? Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Fuck. That's exactly what it is. You you inconvenience them. Inconvenience them in the slightest. Just welling on him right in the face. Now they're gonna pepper spray him. They're tearing his clothes off. God damn. You're exactly right. Your face is resisting my fist. What 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 exactly is he gonna be accused of? Some minor traffic infraction, isn't he? A Grand Rapids cop punched a black man in the face at least six times during his arrest that was at least initially for littering. I've said it over and over and over again. In almost every interaction with the cops, the cops are committing a more egregious crime than the citizen they are arresting. That is definitely the case here. The video comes from body cam footage from a March 26th incident in Michigan where Grand Rapids PD officers pulled over uh, Diabate Hood. According to reports, Hood had two other men in the car with him, but he refused to step out like his passengers. The full video shows Hood apparently trying to... I don't blame him on that one, and it's littering. He's accused of littering, and they're wanting them to step out of the car. Violation of his Fourth Amendment rights. Again. Again. So the full video shows Hood apparently trying to flee from cops by jumping from the driver's seat and sliding out the passenger side door, but three officers immediately pounced on him, and that's where the violence begins. As you can see, Hood is being held down by uh, the three cops and one begins delivering several blows to his face. <sighs> According to Grand Rapids Police, the traffic stop was part of its Operation Safe Neighborhoods program. 
Safe Neighborhoods program, where we make the neighborhoods safe by sending an armed gang out and letting them do whatever the fuck they want with impunity. The program is in response to an uptick of violent crime in the area (laughs) and claim they had timely and accurate intelligence to justify it. In fact, Grand Rapids PD Chief Eric Payne says, this is the police work that I expect from my personnel. It's unclear if he's referring to the seemingly unnecessary punches that were thrown, but the department claims they did find four weapons in Hood's vehicle. So the littering stop turned into three felony arrests. Weapons! 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 I thought everyone should be armed. I, I thought everyone had a right to carry that the Second Amendment cannot be infringed on. And that even, I thought right-wingers believed that even disbarring felons from having guns, didn't think right-wingers believed in fucking registrations for guns or anything. Why, why do I always see black people getting all these gun charges? But Tyrone... Bynum, the lawyer for the three men arrested in the incident, claims the cops had no right to ask the men to get out of the car in the first place. They didn't. And seems to be gearing up to take legal action. I hope he does. Bynum says, what I saw in the video was another George Floyd and adds that the most alarming part is hearing an officer say later in the video that Hood is lucky he's not dead. Fuck. But hey, maybe maybe there are some good cops out there because when they have an innocent woman pinned down, perhaps a cop will stop them from punching them in the face. This coming to us from Westminster, California. But 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 they've had a little reform in California. There's there's laws about use of force with police, so perhaps they're they're trying to help their friend out here. Throwing her down. She's already handcuffed. Throwing her down. Oh, God. There. He got a couple of licks in. They throw her down. Bam, bam. He got at least two good licks in. Fuck you. Yeah, kick him. Kick him. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for you. Kick that piece of shit. Now, now her shirt's come off and everything. Fuck. A use of force investigation is underway after two Westminster police officers stopped a fellow officer who punched a handcuffed woman during a recent arrest. The incident, which was captured on cell phone video, happened Wednesday around 4.45 p.m. Officers were dispatched to the area for a call of an assault and battery. The 911 caller reported that a female Hispanic adult assaulted an Asian woman who had tried to rescue a dog running in the street. That don't sound like fun. The woman detailed in the video was identified as uh, Ciomara uh, Garcia, 34 of Westminster. 
During their investigation, officers learned that Garcia had an outstanding felony bench warrant for vandalism and detained vandalism. Police said that she appeared to be exhibiting signs of being under the influence. So. thought this was America. There's nothing to Officers summoned paramedic a uh, paramedics as they waited for the paramedics to arrive. Police said Garcia became non-compliant and combative with the officers. The witness who took the video, however, told Fox 11 that Garcia walking her dog when a woman on a bicycle was approaching. As a woman on her bicycle got closer, Garcia told the bicyclist to move because she was fearful that the biker would run over her dog. The witness said the bicyclist took it the wrong way and was upset. The bicyclist left and returned five minutes later with police officers. Oh, my God. All over a stupid misunderstanding and her fucking warrant was for bullshit. Fuck all of this. Fuck every bit of this. Yeah, look what you made me do. They go all Taylor Swift on them. Garcia was booked into the Orange County Jail on her outstanding warrant. Westminster Police Department said that the officer was immediately placed on administrative leave pending an internal affairs investigation. The department is also in communication with the Orange County District Attorney's Office, which will evaluate the officer's use of force and determine if criminal charges are warranted. But you know, hey, even after seeing all these videos day after day, multiple, because like, there's all new shit I've been showing you here. I mean, other than the uh, Makaya Bryant video where we watched a different angle of it, these are all new incidents we're learning of. Even after all that, there's privileged motherfuckers that want to throw rants like this uh, white U.S. Army drill sergeant who has now been arrested. Uh, he's been identified as 27-year-old. Hold on, let me let me whitelist him. Identified as 27-year-old John Walter Miles, who had a freak out at a Food Lion grocery store in Sumter, South Carolina. Hold on, let me give you the let me give you the smoky graphic since he's right here in front of me. Hey, doing, buddy? Hey, huh? Hey, hey. Let's uh, watch his freak out via TikTok here. Oh shit! Oh shit! Hold on. Oh, fuck. TikToks always give me uh, a hard time. The Daily Dot, always good. That's where we're reading this story from.
Well, TikTok, it's like I always say, the devil works. No, I want to I want to see the original video. I fucked all this up, didn't I? Bogey, you're <laughs> He has a habit of doing that. Like right when I'm at the end of uh some work I'm doing. He'll come up and get all in my face. Here we go. Maskless. The second video uploaded, Miles continues his rant, claiming he's got a goddamn black kid in goddamn Georgia, and he's not a racist motherfucker, even though he's saying racist ass. Oh, is this the second one? Oh no, this was this was that reaction video. Goddamn, did he get arrested? In an April 14th Facebook post, the U.S. Army Drill Sergeant Academy in Columbia, South Carolina wrote, Fort Jackson officials are aware of the video, and it has our full attention. This type of behavior is not consistent with our Army values and will not be condoned. We have begun our own investigation and are working with local authorities. Miles turned himself in last week and was charged with aggravated breach of peace and trespassing. Wow. Are you ready for some more racism? I got more for you. This one, a... They, it says lecturer. We'll find out what her official title is. White lecturer is the title. Tells students what she's sick of. I am sick of talking about Black Lives Matter. All right? I said it. <laughs> He's a part-time lecturer at SUNY Buffalo. So, just making sure in case they've got some copyrighted music there. Where's the rest of the... I want to see the, like the whole fucking video. Video posted to Instagram on Monday was recorded in the fall during a video conference call for a writing course at SUNY. Student uh, Jane Moorhead told the newspaper she recorded Cope's comments during a writing course in the fourth week of the fall semester. 
The remark to a class of predominantly black students was insensitive and came as an example of an opinion that would lead Cope to get canceled. Cope, who was listed as a lecturer on the college's website, referred a post-reporter inquiry on Wednesday to the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, a nonprofit group that focuses on free speech rights on college campuses. I'm sorry. Your free speech does not give you the right to terrorize other students with your racist-ass nonsense. Fire attorney Adam Steinbaugh told the Post Cope was trying to stress the importance of having difficult conversations while sharing an opinion that might be unpopular during the freshman writing class in September. She was trying to speak provocatively and out of context is being interpreted as her saying, I'm tired of talking about Black Lives Matter. The full 26-minute video, however, made clear that Cope was saying she was tired of having superficial conversations about the social movement, according to Steinbaugh. The attorney accused the college of being misguided in condemning Cope's comments, saying an investigation into the video would have a chilling effect on future class discussions about Black Lives Matter. No, 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 no. You know what would have a chilling effect? A person in a position of authority saying she's sick of hearing about Black Lives Matter. That would have a chilling effect on the students, not the not the other way around. Not the students responding to your shitty-ass comment and your insensitivity, insensitivity to social issues. Especially given last summer. Given now, given any time in fucking American history. But let's 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 delve into the mind of a cop when a cop is in trouble, shall we? But can I This is Arizona Penal County Deputy Julian Navarrete apparently on uh, body cam video. This this is an officer who is off duty right now being pulled over. Apparently he was swerving on the okay. road or something. Maybe someone else put thing behind the reel? Behind the Tonight's big story: A sheriff's deputy is under internal investigation. Oh, after do we do we have do we have the actual video and not the news report? We're on YouTube. News under report. the influence and being caught on camera, asking the officer to let him go. Good of evening. course. Now, Mark Curtis, this newly released body cam video also shows the sheriff's deputy using a racial slur. When the arresting officer tells him he's yeah not yeah a- yeah it does does it tones Bianca Bono joins us with the details unfolding right now Bianca it's just an excuse guys in the video the sheriff's deputy asks officers not to put his career at risk but you've been drinking dude and you're driving yeah but I'm also a police officer ASU cops pulling over Pinal County Sheriff's deputy Jul- they think they're above the law plain and simple. That was his response. That's all their response. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a police officer. So? So? 
Julian Navarrete after a night out in Tempe back in December. Hey, how much you had to drink tonight, ma'am? Uh, a couple of drinks. Around 2 in the morning, an ASU police officer pulling Navarrete over near McClintock and University, saying he saw the then 26-year-old speeding and swerving. Navarrete quickly showing the officer his badge. Who do you work for, Pernell? <laughs> the officer says he smelled... Yeah, he's, he's, kind, he's kind of a darker color skin, so like the first thing he does, like, here's my badge. Don't kill me. Yep, yep, they're going to handle him with kid gloves. Alcohol. Asking Navarrete to step out of the car. Come in, come in, anybody else in the vehicle? Go to but, the- you, but you saw the way they treated the 66-year-old librarian. They slammed her fucking face in the ground. Grabbed her by the hair, slammed her to the ground. This motherfucker, an actual threat to other citizens. What he is doing, I condone a lot of fucking crimes. I think a lot of our statutes are bullshit. And I think you should go out and be gay and do crime. Drinking and driving is one crime I do not condone. This motherfucker, irresponsible. Beyond irresponsible. Especially given the fact that he's a cop. Navarrete asking the officer to consider the fact that he's in law enforcement too. It doesn't matter if you're an officer or not. Then that puts me my my job at risk, right? You don't. Think yes, it should. Do this, dude. I, I understand, but can I can I maybe someone else put behind the wheel, behind the wheel? And don't put my. You can't even say wheel. Pinal County Sheriff's deputy then using a racial slur. This isn't New York, man. Okay, York, I'm from Arizona, dude. Watch your mouth. Navarrete blew a point one. The officers arrest him for driving under the influence. Back at the police station, Navarrete continuing to ask the ASU officer why he couldn't let him off the hook. You could give me opportunities to park the car. No report. The, the fact that you're telling me that tells me you shouldn't be an officer. A spokesman Absolutely should. County Sheriff's Office says the department initially put... But the fact that he is so adamant about it tells me that there is a culture of corruption all through police departments in the United States. Navarrete on modified duty, but now PCSO confirms he's back to regular duty, declining to comment further, saying he's currently the subject of an internal investigation related to this incident. 12 News briefly spoke with him on the phone. I was fired from my job at a radio station for DUI when I was 18 years old. Oh, but Justin, you said you don't condone drinking and driving. I don't condone drinking and driving. They popped me for DUI. I hadn't been drinking. Just saying. I would never do such a thing. We've got another video. This one's this one's a uh, a few days old. I think it happened over the weekend. Dated 419. This is a TMZ vehicle here. TMZ vehicle. <laughs> a TMZ article here. You see the cop vehicle. How's it going? 
you have your license registration with you today? No. Yeah, roll on the window. It's a little dark over there, sir. You got curtains over the window? You have your license registration with you? Hold on, hold on. What are you getting out for? Huh? What are you getting out for? I got a loose in my wallet. Well, it's not out. That's fine. You can open the door tomorrow. Can we get out? Oh, oh shit! Now, for those of you that may be listening to the podcast, he threw a cup of something in the officer's face. Let's watch it again, see if we can determine what it is. Do you have your license registration with you today? No. Yeah, roll on the window. It's a little dark over there, sir. You got curtains over the window? He does indeed have curtains over the window. That's cool. Or some kind of some piece of fabric. I that looks like water. Let's see if we can go back like a frame here. That looks like fucking water. Also, he's got a wild face. But also, like, what would somebody's face look like if they're throwing something at a car? <laughs> Bet you got a wild look on your face. The suspect, Lionel Virgil, has just been charged with attempted arson for allegedly tossing a lit Molotov cocktail at law enforcement. A federal criminal complaint has been filed against the suspect in the case. Prosecutors allege he admitted to throwing bleach in the officer's face here. Not just that, the feds also claim officers ended up finding five de facto Molotov cocktails in the guy's car, which they say were full of gasoline and ready to be lit and thrown. Sounds suspicious. The feds even claim Virgil chucked one of these lit Molotov cocktails at the officers during a multi-point chase, but the officers were not harmed. As for the cop who got doused, they say he was, in fact, injured, mostly with burning in the eyes. The uh, the internet, of course, saying that they're confusing water. The car would have reached. You would definitely smell gasoline. What did they actually... He said they were full of gasoline. The bottle's ready to be lit. What? Throwing bleach in the officer's face. Admitted to throw. Why has he got bleach and gasoline in his car? And it is like it's just a plastic cup. So this is a picture of one of the bottles they say they were removed from his vehicle. Folks are also questioning their Molotov cocktail description, wondering. If it was actually what you would consider a traditional bottle firebomb, or if it was just a container seen in the video. That's got that's got some tint to it. Now apparently right wingers are coming after LeBron James for something he said. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. I don't keep up with LeBron. Well, I mean, I, I'm not on Twitter, so. 
After the Los Angeles Lakers star tweeted about the Columbus police officer who shot and killed 16-year-old Makai Bryant Tuesday, just minutes before the Derek Chauvin verdict was issued, conservatives once again discovered their sense of outrage that a celebrity was wading into politics. James, who was born and raised in Akron and helped lead last year's walkouts following the shooting of Jacob Blake. I have! They take me down! I've even made a new Twitter on my laptop where I did not log into my Google or anything on a browser that didn't have any of my information in a way that Twitter could connect it back to me. I made and I didn't I didn't use any information that I've used when I've been Justin Freaking. I made it as Tommy Troll. So I could promote the Troll Patrol and so that I could follow people on Twitter on a different computer, on a different browser. Never checked it on my phone or anything. Took me down. Oh, neo-Nazis. Fucking. They were all over me. I've emailed and emailed and emailed trying to get my original Twitter back. I want it back so bad. It's a treasure trove of fucking uh, comedy bits. Fuck. Fuck Twitter. So, James posted a picture of Reardon and added the message. This was the cop. Moron's deleted tweet here. Your next accountability. This is the cop. I showed a picture of it last night. He later deleted the tweet and clarified his thoughts. I, you know, don't ever delete a tweet. Especially if you're facing backlash for it. Stand by what you said. Clarify if you have to. Don't ever delete a tweet. It looks bad. I mean, unless you're like a nobody, then fucking you can delete a tweet. Nobody's going to notice. Nobody's got an archive like that. LeBron James can't delete a tweet. Clarified his thoughts. I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police, he said. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer about the entire system and they always use our words to create more racism I am so desperate for more accountability cool but conservatives predictably uh, seized on James's comments as offensive with some even going so far as to say that he was calling for violence here's Tom Cotton LeBron James is inciting violence against an Ohio police officer this is disgraceful and dangerous Lauren Boebert, the congresswoman that stays strapped. LeBron James truly has a lot of nerve targeting a police officer for doing his job. I'm not sure what China has on him, but his constant push for division in this country is obscene. Boebert talking about division. And and as she's like slandering him and accusing him of being a communist. Talking about oppression from a multi-million dollar mansion. Seriously. The National Fraternal Order of Police. FOP, not to be confused with WAP, which is a positive. FOP gets a negative. At King James, with his vast resources and influence, should educate himself and, frankly has a responsibility to do so on the facts before weighing in. You want to talk about who has a responsibility 
fucking cops. Whoever's running the National Fraternal Order of Police, I would love to have a conversation with you about responsibility and who actually has responsibility. There was perhaps no wilder take on James's tweet, however, than the one from Jason Whitlock, a conservative. Is that the football player? Didn't he play for like the... Did he play for the Cowboys or the Broncos or something in the 90s? I even think he's from like the next city over from where I went to uh from where I went to college. A conservative former ESPN personality apparently thought James's comments were indicative of his fierce commitment to communism somehow. LeBron James, like other elites, is using racial division as a distraction as elites reshape America to be more like communist China. Elites prefer communism. What the fuck does that even mean? What, the elite business people here in the U.S., they prefer communism? I have, I totally, totally positive that not a one of them knows what the word communism means. Right-wingers are fucking morons. Even Vice brings it up. Whitlock's tenuous understanding of communism drew criticism from a rather unlikely source. Ah, yes, LeBron, the guy who's made hundreds of millions thanks to capitalism, is really going to push hard for communism. The Libertarian Party of Texas tweeted at Whitlock. Geesh. Not everything is a communist threat. The Libertarian Party of Texas. Where, well, fuck, at least they have a rudimentary understanding of economics. You would think if they had a rudimentary understanding of economics that they wouldn't be calling themselves a libertarian. <laughs> but hey... Let's hear more. Let's hear more about the threats against America. Old Lady Kennedy appeared on Tucker Carlson. But my understanding was you assessed the justice rendered in a case on the terms of that case. So if a guilty person is convicted, that's justice. Why is this case a referendum on the whole country? I'm listening to the congresswoman. And I'm thinking, no disrespect, but how, how does... I, who, what congresswoman are they referring to? I'm not exactly sure. Maxine Waters, perhaps? Anyone get to be her age and, and believe that drivel. Uh, I, give me, fee- give me feedback. Do I need... Let me know if I've got too much right-wing morons on the show. And we'll cut back on the talker. I've already had curiouser has told me I need to tuck uh, tuck back. Need to cut back on the tucker. <laughs> She's even told me that she prefers Steve Bannon clips. Like, if you're going to play a right winger, play Steve Bannon. Now, like, I agree. Steve Bannon is incredibly interesting. <laughs> His, he is the cornerstone of right wing thought and media right now. 
I hate it too. Fucking John Kennedy, though. Goddamn old lady Kennedy. Leave that driver. Um, this to me is what this is all about, Tucker. They no got a picture of AOC up. I don't believes that cops, many of whom are racial minorities, get up every day and go to work hoping for the opportunity to be able to hurt someone. Include now, you hear the words he's saying. You just watched all the videos that we watched. No one, no one that watches my show could hear what John Kennedy says with a straight face. It's impossible. It's, they get up every day wanting to go out and inflict pain and suffering on the community they are charged with protecting. I'm sorry, Senator Kennedy. They have little dicks and big egos. Including but not limited to people of color. That's nonsense. And I like, and like, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't refer to it as having a little dick. I say it because like it gets under their skin when you say shit like that. But like, that's an insult to people with little dicks. Like, I'm fine if you got a little dick. You're more likely to fuck me in the ass if you got a little dick. I don't care. <laughs> I don't bottom very often. That's for sure. <laughs> so just, just, just saying. It's under what skin? Foreskin? <laughs> but like it's a, it's a colloquial phrase of, of of an idiom or whatever you'd call it insult somebody for having uh fragile masculinity is what I'll refer to it from now on cuz I don't care if people have little dicks. You can't help if you got a little dick. You can help being a fucking complete asshole and a fascist cop. But the wokeristas, like the congresswoman, they really believe that. They really do hate cops just because they're cops. Yes! No! No! I don't hate them just because they're cops. I hate them because they're child molesters that murder people, harass poor people, pull old lady librarians out of their cars by their hair and fuck up like situations make them go completely fucking wrong like four different cops reaching into a kid's goddamn uh, hoodie and accidentally setting off a fucking gun and then shooting the kid carrying toy guns on them so they can plant on kids that they shoot I'm tired of the cops Cops in this country kill more people than any other first world country combined. Combined. Like this year with every other country combined over like the last 10 years. Like it's not even close. Like all, all they, they kill like a handful of their citizens. Like it's very, very rare. It happens every day here. You can't tell me that there isn't something wrong with policing. I don't hate cops because simply because they're cops. John Kennedy, don't straw man me, motherfucker. Police, which will result in a a, a fantastic impression of hell. He the, just the he just made up a straw man. Really do believe that when a when a cop shoots a criminal, 
It is always, every single time, the cop's fault. But when a criminal... Yes, 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 yes. Constitu- Constitution frames it that way. My reading of the Constitution is that a cop's job is to die. If necessary, you take somebody into custody, bring them in alive, whatever. Criminal shoots a cop. It is always, every single time, the gun's fault. Uh, yeah, I thought guns were a good thing, Trump first. For America, they should have gratitude, but they have contempt. And they're not happy and won't be happy. I'm, I'm slightly dyslexic. Is it Trump fist? Do you like to take a fisting from the orange man? Is that what's going on? Because that's what he does to his supporters. Fistsome. Not... I'm not one to kink shame. If you like a fisting, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shame you on that. I've even been known to like if a lady asks, I'll do it. Until they take a sledge. Who's Dan? John Kennedy? Oh, Tucker. Tucker. He was on Dancing with the now, Stars. You're, you're Didn't he get kicked off like first? Probably. Look, this is America. You're entitled to believe what you want, and and I agree with that. And I have hope. No. For them. Um, Jellyfish have survived six oh, Trump's dancing. years without a brain. So there is hope for them. Tucker, Tucker was on Dancing with the Stars, though, wasn't he? Fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This tired fucking joke that I've heard a million times. The jellyfish surviving without a brain. Look how, oh, my God, they're both so proud of each other. They, they're like, this is good TV. But, but, but what I'm disappointed in is President Biden. Yeah. Uh, he has encouraged this. I listened to him last night. I didn't say they he weren't great. Uh, no one can get to be his age with his experience. I'm a true leftist motherfucker. We like guns over here. People say all the time, you know, cutting some slack. Maybe he's lost his fastball. No. He knows better. And he hasn't. He's encouraged it. And it is a now he knows America. better. And hurting people, and I knew that President Biden would be left of center. I never dreamed he'd be left of Lenin. Left of Oh my God! To, to, I knew that he would be left of center. I never knew that he would be left of Lenin. How many times did he rehearse that? What the fuck is going on here? How is this motherfucker the Republicans? Like shining star right now. And that tells you everything you need to know about the Republican Party. <laughs> like the Democrats shining star, like they have a whole array of of the AOCs and the Talibs and the Katie Borders. Fucking what's the Republican Party got? There's fucking animated corpse fucking John Kennedy on Tucker Carlson. Telling tired ass jokes. Holy shit. But now, now, are you ready for uh, this? We're going to see Stacey Abrams. Hey, Lily, I need a new wireless plan for my. No, you don't need a new wireless plan at all. We're going to see Stacey Abrams. 
take Senator John Kennedy to school. Talking about voting rights, I believe this is a clip from Morning Joe. My stupid ass should have went and got the whole clip of Stacey Abrams because she's a badass. Let's see the way uh, Morning Joe frames this shit. Former Georgia gubernatorial candidate and voting rights activist Stacey Abrams appeared before lawmakers this week for a hearing on voting rights. How did that go? It went pretty well. Mm-hmm. I mean, she kind of... Unless, unless you're John Kennedy. Um, at one point, Republican Senator John Kennedy pressed her on... How did that go? Well, she really, you know, she knows her stuff. I think it went pretty well. Yeah. Um, Kennedy pressed her on her stance against Georgia's new voting law. You know, the one we've been talking How'd about. How'd that go? I thought, I thought the fucking clip skipped. Specific provisions that she disagreed back to the beginning. Uh, pretty good. Oh, Take maybe it did. Tell me, you, you, you're against the Georgia bill, I gather. Is that right? I'm against certain provisions of it, yes. Okay, I think you've called it a racist bill. Am I right? I think there are provisions of it that are racist, yes. Okay. Yep. Tell me specifically, just give me a list of the provisions that you objected. I object to the provisions that remove access to the right to vote, that shorten the federal runoff period from nine weeks to four weeks, okay. that restrict the time that a voter can request and return an absentee ballot application, that eliminate... Slow, slow down for me because our, our audio is not... Re- now, I recognize this. This happens to me a lot with dumb fuck right-wingers. They'll ask me a question they think is like some gotcha you to them. A gotcha question. In their mind. They're not expecting me to actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. It happened earlier today. Some dude was like, uh, well, you're, you're going to talk about the 149 cops that have died this year. I looked it up. It's like 43 cops have died. 20 of those were in traffic accidents. <laughs> a couple of them shot themselves. Like, I had, like, all the stats. Dude, delete his comment. You should. So, I, it happens a lot. Real good here. Certainly. Could you start uh, over for me? Certainly. Thank you, ma'am. It shortens the federal runoff period from nine weeks to four weeks. Okay. It restricts the time a voter can request and return an absentee ballot application. Right. It requires that a voter have a photo identification or some other form of identification that they're willing to surrender in order to participate in the absentee ballot um, process. That, that, if I can stop you, that's, that's where they're going uh, to, to uh, not comparing signatures but to voter ID? He, he doesn't even know. The only, the, only we, the only reason he knows anything about voter ID is because it's the Republican talking points that they've been on for fucking weeks now. It's... Feel embarrassment, sir. You're a U.S. senator. Only the fourth state in the nation to require voters to put yes, at ma'am. risk what, their what, what else? What else? It eliminates over 300 hours of Dropbox availability. Okay, it what else? It oh, what else? All out of precinct votes. Bans what? I'm sorry. Out of, it bans nearly all out of precinct votes. Okay. Meaning that if you get to a precinct and you are in line for four hours. And what's what's on all your notes there, Senator Kennedy? Because uh, doesn't seem to be okay, anything well, about this shit. Over again. Is that everything? 
No, it is not. No, sir. It restricts the hours. <laughs> no, it's not. Because it now, under the guise of setting a standardized timeline, it makes it optional for counties that may be, hmm. uh, may not want to see expanded access to the right to vote. They can now limit their hours. Instead of those hours being from 7 to 7, they're now from 9 to 5, which may have an effect on voters who cannot vote during business hours, mm -hmm. during early voting. It limits the Okay, I get hours. the idea. I get the idea. <laughs> you you ask her to list the things, you piece of shit. Why is he drinking a frappuccino? He has some sort of fucking He has some sort of sponsorship deal with Starbucks or something, doesn't he? That's why he drinks a frappuccino on the air. Fucking bullshit. I hate traditional media. They do that product placement shit. Thank you, Trump first. I agree with you. It needs to be a holiday. And that's one of the one of the things I brought up the other night on the stream. Is we need to unify local elections so that they're all on one day. It's a holiday. Because I think it's a form of disenfranchisement that like city council elections and shit will be held in like July on a Wednesday or a Saturday. They'll be like fucking crazy ass days. It's bullshit. I keep up with politics. I'm a political junkie. I do a nightly political talk show. I get caught flat footed. Don't know when someone like the mayoral race is. How is that possible? It's because they are trying to obfuscate when you can vote. And I'm again it. The House passes a bill that would make D.C. the 51st state. I am always for more representation. I want right-wingers to explain this one to me. Supposedly, they are for local control. Supposedly, in principle, they are for self-determination. How in the world do you oppose statehood for D.C.? Now, now... They, they, D.C. doesn't want to be part of Maryland. Self-determination, once again, they want to be their own state. Now, right-wingers have brought up that it's, constitution, it's in the Constitution that the district is supposed to be federally controlled, and the proposal takes care of that. It carves out a federally controlled district, which encompasses the White House and the Congressional complex. The actual metropolitan area of Washington, D.C. would then become a state. Primary voting and and actual ele like uh, general election voting should both be holidays. One's in the spring, one's in the fall. Seems pretty simple. The House of Representatives voted 216 to 208 on Thursday to pass a bill that would grant statehood to Washington, D.C. It's the second year in a row that the Democratic-controlled House has voted to recognize D.C. as the 51st state. And don't stop there. Every territory 
that wants it either gets the fuck out if they want to be independent, let them go, or grant them statehood. Guam, Puerto Rico, uh, the Virgin Islands, something like fucking, there's like six or seven different territories. A couple of them I don't think are occupied. Like, I think we have, like, a territory where they used to just send people to go get bird shit. That was actually a thing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. We, I, I am pretty sure that the U.S. has a territory out in the Pacific Ocean where they just used to send people to go get bird shit off of the rocks. History is fascinating. Eliminating five weeks of early voting is fucking bullshit. The only... The only way... I am for compressing voting in any way, shape, or form... Is if we do something where, like, we compress the elections down. Where you... Where we actually... You can't spend money. We gotta pass a law where, like... You can only spend money in this designated amount of time. Whether it be a month. Three months. No campaigning until you're in this designated election cycle because these these two-year presidential fucking cycles and the presidential race, yeah, it should take a year. Start in November the year before. But these two years fucking presidential cycles, I'm not down with it. And I'm into politics! But, like, it's, it's too much about running for office and not enough about policy. I want more time with policy. These last couple of months until we got to police shootings and mass shootings again were refreshing to be able to listen to committee hearings and actually discuss policy. The new state would be called Washington Douglas Commonwealth in honor of the abolitionist Frederick Douglas. That's awesome. It would exclude federal buildings and monuments and federal territory which would be known as the capital. Statehood for the district is a priority for Democrats who have painted statehood as a civil rights issue and a matter of enfranchisement for the city's black plurality. Republicans have argued that the measure is an unconstitutional power grab. And let me tell you, if you describe enfranchising voters as a power grab, you're a piece of shit. You're a fear-mongering piece of shit. But the reason why they're against it is because the district tends to vote overwhelmingly for Democrats. Ah, shit. More hoops you gotta jump through, of course. It's all about limiting voting. They want to disenfranchise as as many people as they can because it benefits them. And I'm fucking tired of it. So Democrats should take the opposite route and enfranchise as many people as they can. But you have to fight back and fight the messaging. It's pretty easy to point out that Republicans are trying to prevent people from having the representation that they deserve. Frame it in right-wing terminology. I'm loving what the Democrats are doing right now. We've got several 
cool things going on across the country, D.C. statehood being one of them. Progressives also formally reintroduce the Green New Deal. Progressive lawmakers led by Senator Ed Markey and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. What did I call her when I was doing the Patriot Patrol? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or something? (laughs) Oh, that cracked me up. On Tuesday, they formally revived their push for a Green New Deal. Leaning into the framework to swiftly transition all fossil fuel all fossil fuels has become a prominent foil for conservatives. Little more than two years after the Green New Deal landed with a massive splash on Capitol Hill, progressives are broadening their legislative focus beyond the original non-binding resolution to include pushing additional bills. Markey credited the climate roadmap with helping to elect a generation of progressive lawmakers and said he won his own re-election thanks to making the Green New Deal the central part of his campaign. He is. He is one of the Democrats who I would have classified as a shit lib who has seen the way the winds are blowing and has stepped to the left. Yep, yep. I I don't think that timing is any coincidence, Tones. But Republicans pounced on the resolutions of reemergence. The Green New Deal is a socialist super package which will only saddle hardworking taxpayers with debt and displace millions of Americans from their jobs. This is according to Representative James Comer ranking member of the House Oversight Committee. He's a Republican, of course, from Kentucky. Democrats will summon nothing to push their progressive pet projects on the American people. Among the new legislation is a proposal from Representatives Cory Bush and Ocasio-Cortez that would authorize up to $1 trillion for cities, tribes, and territories to fund their own localized versions of the Green New Deal. Holy shit. That sounds like something Republicans should be in on. We'll give you federal money and you can like structure it how you see fit and within these guidelines. Makes perfect sense. Senator Bernie Sanders and Ocasio-Cortez also released legislation on Monday that would spend up to $172 billion on public housing over 10 years, more than quadrupling what President Joe Biden's White House has proposed for public housing. Also, in Virginia, they are burning down. Governor Northam officially legalizing marijuana at the Capitol today. Virginians can have up to an ounce starting July 1st. 8 News reporter Alex Thorson joins us live from the Capitol with more. Alex. Well, Rachel, a couple weeks ago, Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax ultimately broke a tie between lawmakers. A tie. Of this process by about three years. Now, Virginia. I will smoke to this. Northam. To legalize recreational marijuana. The stroke of Governor Ralph Northam's pen, a final step in legalizing simple possession of marijuana. 
On July 1st, Virginians 21 and over can have up to an ounce of weed. People Light it up, bitches! Arrested or face penalties for simple possession that follow them and affect their lives. Each household will be allowed to grow up to four plants with some guidelines. And Hell yeah. are expected to begin in 2024. This has been a long time coming, but we're finally getting there. Still no smoking in public, in a car, and no distributing pot. There are also some penalties for using marijuana under 21 and having it on school property. We have to protect public safety. House majority you think of the children, yes, yes. ...says the process to expunge past misdemeanor That's a cool pipe. ...will be speeding up. So the work is starting. Lawmakers saying the new law will create a more equitable society. The prohibition of cannabis has been... A water pipe, I'm sorry. ...unequally enforced and used to over-police our brown and black community. Yes, we need restorative justice along with legalization. And helping economically distressed localities. Now you look fabulous. Coat and dot hole. Expunge past misdemeanor marijuana convictions will be speeding up. This guy, that coat does look cool. So the work is starting. Lawmakers saying the I loved her her mask. That studded mask is neat. A more equitable society. The prohibition of cannabis. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be her. But hell yeah! Democrats building a more progressive nation this time with pot and hookers. That's right. Manhattan will stop prosecuting prostitution. Unlicensed massage. The DA has dismissed thousands of cases. A, ju- a judge has approved. Uh, a judge has approved his request to dismiss more than 900 such cases, many of which are decades old. The same goes for thousands of cases of loitering for the purpose of prostitution. These developments could be a sign of evolving views on the sex industry. I hope. It looked like they might have been some kind of flowers or something in his ear. Is that what you were talking about? Now, I don't know about you guys, but these last couple of things that we've talked about, especially the decriminalization of marijuana and prostitution, those seem like what the Democrats are doing is granting people more representation in their government, letting them have more freedom to smoke pot, to conduct business transactions involving sex. It really seems to me that Democrats are more concerned with liberty. Wouldn't you guys say? those, The, the things that we've just listed are demonstrations of that. Meanwhile, Republicans are concerned with fucking anti-riot. Anti-protest law is what it is. An anti-riot law. All right, so back to Florida now. Burning, looting, and attacking the police. Governor DeSantis says these sorts of violent protests that we saw last May are not the same as peaceful demonstrations, and they will not be tolerated in Florida again. Today he signed... Those are already against the law. law which are every... Violent protests. Let's bring in Fox 13... 
everything, everything they just listed was already against the law. So why would they need a new piece of legislation, might you ask? Because it's, it's, it's rather restrictive. Ken Suarez joining us now live to explain what's new in this new law. Ken. Let's see how they frame it. I don't know who owns the station. The decisive, the divisiveness of this, you know, we had the Republicans on one side for the longest time, the Democrats on the other side, the governor championing the cause of this new legislation. Well, finally, all is said and done, and they're moving on. With one stroke, the governor's anti-rioting bill became the law of the land. It is the strongest anti-rioting, pro-law enforcement piece of legislation in the country. There's just nothing even close. Backed by law enforcement from across central Florida at the Polk County Sheriff's Office, DeSantis announced how the new crackdown will work. If you riot, if you loot, if you harm others, particularly if you harm a law enforcement officer during one of these violent assemblies, you're going to jail. The new law increases penalties. He is corrupt. He is corrupt. He's corrupt as fuck. He has been fucking changing COVID numbers from the beginning. He had a whistleblower arrested. He was handing out uh, uh, vaccinations based on his donors. He had some scheme going with Publix, which is a Florida company. He is smug, dude. This is... Everybody in this stream, please be aware that right now, this is your frontrunner, 2024 Republican candidate. Hands down, Ron DeSantis. Now that huge caveat absent the Trump factor. I'm I'm aware of that. Trump is a wild card. I don't think he's going to be involved in the 2024 race, but it's too early to really tell what's going on. I think he's going to be too tied up with legal issues. Even if it's not anything that is criminal, I think he will be too tied up with civil cases to have any shot at running for president. I could be wrong. Running for president could be the grift. Ron DeSantis is your front runner for 2024 Republican candidate for president. Hands down, without question. I spend all my time on right wing sites. The man is a god right now. He is a god to them. And the fact that and the Republicans are going to want him because he's from Florida, a supposed swing state, gotten it's gotten redder. He has a lot of appeal for Republicans. So like I, I'm I'm warning you, Ron DeSantis. Appearance. It also makes it illegal to topple statues or monuments or block streets. It also prevents municipalities from defunding police. Opponents, including Hillsborough County State Attorney Andrew Warren, say it's overly broad and therefore potentially dangerous. Overly broad. Just enough room for prosecutors to abuse the law to criminalize the mere presence of a large public gathering where other people are doing something wrong. And that's where it tears a couple corners off the Constitution. Black yep. Lives Matter Restoration Polk agrees and is looking into possible legal action. We are exploring the option of actually of actually taking this to court. But at least for now, the... I would think that the Supreme Court fucking shoots it down. That's... We've got three Trump judges on there. Now, Gorsuch, Gorsuch so far has ruled the way I would expect a judge like Gorsuch to rule. 
and I've, I've been totally fine. Judges on the Supreme Court tend to, because that's one of the things that the founders were smart about, the lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. I think it's a smart idea. I know some people want term limits. There's an argument for it. I'm open. But, like, I, I love taking the political aspect out of it. And that's one of the reasons why, like, fucking John Roberts has been a good judge. George W. Bush appointee. I have no qualms. So, like, I don't I don't know. So, so far, the court hasn't done anything that I've found overtly egregious. That can always change. What else are Republicans up to? Well, Democrats are giving us pot and prostitution. Alabama lawmakers consider bill to require activation of phone porn filters to protect kids. More interference into your life. More government interference in your privacy. The thing that they tell us that they're against. An Alabama lawmaker aiming to reduce children's exposure to pornography wants to change the state law to require porn filters on phones to be automatically activated. The House Judiciary Committee held a public hearing today on the bill by Representative Chris Sells, a Republican from Greenville. Now, I did not know it was a Republican. Did not know when... I mean, I knew when I opened the story, but I did not know. I mean, I was hoping... I mean, it's, it's fucking Alabama. It could be a dumb fuck Democrat, right? I was... I had my fingers crossed because I went into it. Assuming it was a Republican. Glad I was right. But, you know, you can you can usually tell because right-wingers are morons. Sales, in explaining the purpose of his legislation... Noted that the state laws prohibit children from buying alcohol and cigarettes. I'm sure it prohibits them from buying fucking porn, too. It prohibits them from having a credit card that would allow them to buy porn, too, Mr. Sales, you stupid fuck. But yet we have an iPhone or a mobile device where they're perhaps 10 years old and all they've got to do is punch a couple of buttons and it's wide open to every kind of adult thing you can imagine. Dell said most phones and devices are equipped with a filter. He said his purpose is to protect children whose parents haven't gone to the trouble to make sure the filter is activated. He wants it to be an opt-out, I guess. Sells said adults would have the option to turn the filter off, but he wants to lessen the chance that children have access to a phone with a deactivated filter. Granted, I I don't really care for watching uh, porn on my phone. I've got gigantic screens everywhere. So. Jonna Bailey, executive director of Child Protect, which interviews and counsels children who have been victims of abuse or have witnessed violent crime, spoke in favor of the sales bill. So did Tim Anderson Jr., director of Helping the Montgomery Families Initiative. They're probably all Christians. Maybe mom or dad have been looking at pornography or the app was already open and the parents are not aware of it, Bailey said. 
but we know that when children are exposed at an early age, they get a misconception of sexual acts and sexual activity. They tend to experiment more at younger ages. They tend to offend on other children. When they offend on other children, what does that mean? And I like, I'm sorry, but I was a child before the internet. We did not have cell phones when I was a kid. My first exposure to pornography was a penthouse playing card. And that was in when I was like in third or fourth grade. In third or fourth grade, we were all talking about sex acts and shit. We all knew all about it. And it had nothing to do with access to pornography on our phones. So, I don't know what Mr. Sells is thinking here, or Miss Bailey. Bailey said, pornography tends to make boys see women and girls as sexual objects. Now, there is... There is an argument to be had there about the fetishization of certain people. Those fucks aren't the ones to make that argument. People that are forward thinking about sex that aren't repressed out the ass should be making that argument. They aren't making that argument in good faith. What else have Republicans been up to? Republican congressman. Hold on. I believe from Louisiana. Wisconsin. Republican congressperson from Wisconsin. I received complaints in my office, and rightfully so, about Cardi B and the Grammys. They (laughs) wonder why we are paying the FCC if they feel that this should be in living rooms across the nation. I realize that Kamala Harris has used her fame to promote this performer, but I assure the FCC that of Americans would view her performance as inconsistent with basic decency. Wake up, FCC, and begin to do your job. The moral decline of America is partly due to your utter complacency. So, cops shooting people all over the streets of America. Mass shootings. Insane wealth inequality in this country. What are Republicans concerned with? Cardi B. Putting porn filters on your phone. And making sure that assholes can run over protesters. That's what the Republicans have. I think it's a goddamn shame. Bring it on home tonight. You guys want to hear from Christ? He's got a message for us, and apparently he is a QAnon follower. Now, I'm referring to the actor that actually played Jesus. I don't, I don't know how to say his name here. Hold on. Jim uh, Cavazel? I don't know that I'm saying... Caviezel? Cavezel? Jim Cavezel. Now, I love Passion of the Christ. I I think it's a great movie. I meant to watch it again on Easter. I I think it's a fantastic fucking movie. I love Jesus movies too, by the way. My favorite's Last Temptation of Christ. I know nothing about him. He was good as Jesus, though. I love Passion of the Christ. I think it's a fantastic movie. I don't think it's Mel Gibson's best movie. I like Apocalyptico. I think that is an amazing fucking movie. 
Now, I know I hate Mel Gibson. Fuck that motherfucker. I'd punch him in the face if I ever... But, like, I'm able to respect... Or, I don't... I don't. What else is this uh, Jesus actor in? Can you name some other roles for me? Also, like, obviously he is a shit guy because he's getting ready to tell us about the QAnon. What what other roles would I know him from? Other than Passion of the Christ. Which I totally need to watch again. Jim, uh, Tim, you're playing, you're playing the, the role of Tim Ballard. And uh, uh, Tim is actually continuing to save kids. I mean, this is, you're making a movie about it, but this is... I thought he was calling him Tim there for a second. I thought uh, that was, that was uh, funny. He was supposed to be in the room with me in... Uh, in right here or in Tulsa, but he's down there saving children as we speak. I, there is a sense of torture. Well, you tones, you've seen my show that I do. I don't particularly like torture porn. I don't think, man, do I need to, do I need to talk to a professional about this? Do I, do I have some issue? Because you're like, I mean, if you like torture porn, what have we just watched for the last two hours? I mean, I like politics. Politics is torture porn. No, seriously, has he been in anything else that I would know him from? I would love to know. Because they're pulling kids out of the darkest recesses of hell right now and dumbs and all kinds of places. Uh, the adrenochroming of children, the, I mean, look, we're, where we're at right now, uh, hopefully we need your prayers. This film is, when, when Tim Ballard came down to Bogota and we had about finished two thirds of it, I said, why did you pick me? And he said, well, they actually, they didn't want you, they wanted someone else, but um, uh, I, I said, saw you on a QAnon message board. I did this movie, Monte Cristo and the Passion. Now, okay, now remember, this is like this past weekend. If you watch the QAnon movie on, or the the documentary series on HBO, like, poof. It's just completely, like, it's gone. You you can't believe it. Like, the whole thing is over. I think QAnon is over. Crucify this person again! And about two-thirds of the way through, I knew we were onto something that was phenomenal. And I said, I fill that with this film. And he goes, well, actually... It was now, you can't tell me you don't want to watch a movie, this motherfucker getting the shit beat out of him, right? My film. So, um... Sorry. No, Jim, you... Yeah, his name is Jim. He called him Tim originally, but he must be playing a character named Tim. You said a word... A minute ago, and I, I want to clarify what that word was, because you said a word, and yeah. I want to make sure that you said... Are those movies he's been in? Yeah. And a lot of people here, there's about 4,500 people here. There's yeah. uh, about a half million people streaming online. We're having some cyber attacks. That feed's been going on and off. It's it's a, But you said that word. What? And yeah. Show of hands, who's heard that word before? Oh, cool. Could you please explain to the extent that you want to or not? I'm not sure I've seen any of what those. What that is, because some people have never heard that before, and we need to discuss that. Um, essentially, you have adrenaline. I fucking loved him in Passion of the Christ. And 
And when you are scared, you produce adrenaline. Uh, if you're an athlete. By the way, I did not know that he was like this. I didn't know he was a shithead. I guess I should have. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he be like this? This is news to me. I've seen G.I. Jane, but it's been years. You get in the fourth quarter, you have adrenaline that comes out of you. If a child knows he's going to die, uh, his body will uh, secrete this uh, adrenaline. um, And they have a lot of terms that they use that he takes me through. But... um, Pepperoni pizza, sausage pizza. Screaming alone, even if I never, ever, ever, ever saw it. Uh, it, it's, did they, it's oh wait, did they do a movie about this? Do it. Um, is that why? Is that why he's no discussing it? Um, it? It's. Uh, this is one of the best films I've ever done in my life. Um, the film is on a level of of Academy Award. Um, level. I didn't catch the name of it. What, what's what's the film he's doing? Can you guys find that? And who are all these idiots clapping for adrenochrome? Yes, kids being sacrificed for adrenochrome. Yay. I kind of want to watch whatever. I'm going to IMDb it. I want to know whatever. Like, is it even big enough for him to be on the IMDb. Now, I believe this was, I don't know for sure, but I think this was this weekend at the what Health and Freedom Conference. I think it was held in Kansas or some shit. Oh, no, that's about the, that's explaining the QAnon, the blood harvesting. Uh, right-wing COVID conspiracy theorist conference yesterday. It was over the weekend. Oh, do you have your Christian Netflix? Sound of Freedom is the name of the movie. God, he's got a lot of movies that sound cool. Paul, Apostle of Christ, Infidel. I want to say I watched that Infidel shit. Pure Flicks. I have never been on Pure Flix. That sounds like something I might I might need to get for a joke. So, alright guys. That'll do it for us tonight. If you're watching on Twitch, I'm going to send you over to Pinko the Bear. Be sure to click on his channel. So that they get credit. I understand about not giving them money. They probably have a free trial, though, that you can do for like a week or so. Maybe. I don't know. Because they're all scams. Probably not. <laughs> See you guys. All right. I'm going to take tomorrow off to try to catch it because, like, I'm getting really scratchy with my voice. I will see you guys on Monday. Go ahead. Light one up. Dip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We will see you Monday night on the Troll Patrol. Live.